welcome to Empowered Rx, a trauma-informed coaching and education platform. My name is Leah, and at Empowered Rx, we believe in the transformative and healing power of fitness, mindset, and nutrition. After experiencing trauma of my own, I realized how disorienting these experiences were and how hard it was to resume my normal health routines. Empowered Rx is a holistic program for those who've experienced trauma or who are struggling with mindset and mental health. Our coaching methods help you to build resiliency and healing through exercise and healthy living. We offer a variety of courses from body image to weightlifting, from one-to-one mentorship to small group training. Empowered is a holistic approach to women's fitness where we dive deep. Because your story is so important to your growth and development. Resiliency through fitness and exercise is so healing. We are here to help you turn your struggles into strength. My hope is to offer you resources, knowledge, coaching, and support so that you can be so strong, so healthy, and so empowered. Welcome back to Empowered Rx. We are a mentorship program that helps women to rebuild their health and fitness after trauma. Today, we're here to talk about stress. It's an experience that is universal to all human beings. And it's so much so, in fact, that we are hardwired with physiological systems in place to help us manage it. From the moment we are born, we all have experiences that vary on a stress spectrum. Now, some of these experiences are positive, and these are referred to as eustress. Other experiences challenge us outside of our comfort zone, and these result in growth and resiliency. Then we have stressors that simply suck and can in turn, if not addressed or worked through healthily, suck the life out of us. An individual's capacity for handling stress is composite of their exposure to stress and the impact of that stress over time. We call this the stress threshold, and each and every person's will look totally different. My stress threshold might be completely different from yours. Now, this threshold can also ebb and flow and change over life and through different experiences, and it's not just this static um, framework, it is always changing. There are two kinds of stressors, macro stressors and micro stressors. Macro stressors are the huge life altering events. These can be things like losing a job, the death of a loved one, a car crash, or experiencing trauma. Some of us might even find getting married to be a macro stressor. The stress and the organization, the change, the event planning, all of it can lead to significant stress, although this would fall into the eustress category. But these other experiences like losing a job or car crashes or experiencing trauma, they impact us in a major way, especially if our stress threshold is already low due to a high level of daily stress or if we've had past traumas. Macro stress is the kind of stress that if not dealt with shows up in our daily lives in the form of sleep deprivation, anxiety, anger, depression, muscle aches, pains, strained relationships, and a general lack of agency that leads many of us to a downward spiral. These are the kind of stressors we might recommend therapy for. We might also recommend an Empowered Rx coach. Our Empowered Rx program helps women who have experienced significant trauma or who just have stress in their everyday life. And we help them to navigate the negative health impacts that these events have on our health. Many of us will wonder why we're not seeing results and we're shelling out money, time, and energy, and it can be really, really frustrating. So our coaching services help you guys to get back on track. 
we understand that the health impacts of trauma start in the brain. And we can't simply just put a new exercise routine into place or start a diet. It just won't work. Now let's look at macro stress versus micro stress. Micro stressors are the little situations that we experience on a day-to-day basis. Let's run through what this might look like. Let's say the alarm goes off after we got a poor night's sleep. That's micro stressor number one. We wake up with a pounding headache, micro stressor number two. And so we press the snooze button. When we finally pull ourselves out of bed, we realize we're now running late, micro stressor number three. We rush around, we fly out the door and we get on the road only to realize we forgot our lunch at home and we didn't have time for breakfast. Micro stressor four and five, and it's not even 9 a.m. yet. These micro stressors are minor disruptions in isolation, but cumulatively, these incidences can lead to patterns of major disruption and mood dysregulation. And this is where health and wellness step in. If a person has structured routines and healthy habits ingrained into their daily living, these micro stressors are less impactful, if not mitigated altogether, because our systems won't necessarily perceive them as alarms. Sleep hygiene, nutrition, exercise, epigenetic factors, social, community, financial well-being, they all create buffers of tolerance. When one of these systems becomes off balance, it can in turn throw off all the other systems, which will lead to higher frequencies of micro stressors. And these have a cumulative effect over time. Research has correlated so many health risks, including premature death, with prolonged exposure to high-level stress. When we learn to better manage our stress, we'll learn to better manage our entire life. Handling stress is something that our bodies have been primed to do. Our ancestors faced real-life threats, such as famine, climate extremes, dangerous animals, and violence. Our fight-or-flight response is an evolutionary adaptation that fostered fitness. Now, I'm not talking about caveman's fran time level of fitness. I'm talking about Darwin's survival of the fittest version of fitness, where one's ability to face adversity and stress would literally predict the outcome of life or death. Our autonomic nervous system controls our ability to react to stress. This complex system consists of sympathetic, which is fight, flight, freeze, fawn, and parasympathetic system. Think sleep, meditation, Netflix, and chill. All reactions start in a part of our brain called the amygdala, which triggers a cascade of events that lead to the production of hormones, which act as neuromodulators and signal the body to respond to stress. These hormones act on many systems in our body, increasing our heart rate, our blood pressure, they change our blood sugar response, they slow digestion for energy conservation, they increase awareness, they get us amped up. So this is why if you are diagnosed with high blood pressure, anxiety, depression, A doctor might recommend meditation, yoga, therapy, exercise, and nutrition changes. All these wellness factors promote parasympathetic and polyvagal health. Lack of sleep, extra stress, these all throw off our hormones, and having a good nutrition base will help us to regulate that a little bit more. But when we add in macro stressors such as trauma, car accidents, war, a loss of a loved one, chronic or life-threatening illness, domestic violence, child abuse, Our window of tolerance for stress becomes much, much smaller. Suddenly, our world is flipped upside down. We're sleeping just a few hours a night. Our muscles are always tense. We might have anxiety, headaches, increased heart rate. These can be accompanied by depression, mood swings, social fear, isolation, and so much more that can just feel totally soul crushing. Having health routines in place becomes pivotal. These practices are in place and we're able to find stable ground. 
Weightlifting has a direct impact on the nervous system and it also helps to increase self-confidence and resiliency. So for all of my clients, whether they've had lifting experience or not, if they've been through trauma, we get them started on a lifting routine. We also take a look at their nutrition. Nutrition helps keep the body healthy and allows all systems to function optimally. This gives us space for moderating sleep and working on the other important aspects of health like mind, body, and therapy. Now, Empowered Rx is not therapy. We might recommend therapy, but we do not do therapy. What we do is we provide the community aspect of fitness along with peer-to-peer support and mentorship that helps you to take your life from surviving to thriving. If you have stress or feel like you don't have the time or means to work out, this makes you all the more likely to benefit from making wellness a part of your everyday life. This is where your Empowered Rx coach comes into the picture. We are here to help you progressively build in healthy habits that meet you where you're at. We're not going to just throw a diet at you. We're not going to throw a meal plan at you. We're not going to tell you to just attend more classes each week. With a trauma-informed coaching model, we consider all angles, and we help you to create a safe and healing environment so that you can turn your struggles into strengths and find empowerment. Now, what's crazy is the amount of health factors that people do not know are caused by stress, and knowing these symptoms can prevent stress from wreaking havoc on your body. For some, stress feels like the heart is about to explode out of our chest. For others, stress pops up on our skin as a rash. We might notice that our hair is thinning. Now, while stress is part of life and not always a bad thing, we should not be seeing it start to impact these health systems in a major way like this. With trauma, though, it's almost guaranteed that you're going to see some severe health changes. This is never really talked about, though. When you go to therapy, we focus on thoughts. They focus on processing the events that happen, maybe your relationships and how you view yourself and your core beliefs, but they don't address health. And if our health starts to fall apart, the rest of our life surely will as well. And we've already been through enough. With regards to muscles and joints, stress can cause pain and tightness and soreness everywhere. Spasms of pain, flare-ups of arthritis, fibromyalgia, and other conditions can really start to pop up. And this is because stress lowers our pain threshold. According to the American Psychological Association, when you experience stress, your muscles tense up altogether. When stress goes away, your muscles release that tension. But if you've experienced trauma or constant stress, then that tension's not going anywhere. Holding this tension can cause us to use our muscles and our postural muscles differently. We show up to workouts with pain, which means we compensate in different ways. Maybe our movement patterns aren't as fluid. We have a higher incidence of injury and we just generally feel lethargic and like we can't have the energy to work out. So we start to skip our workouts. And once we start to skip our workouts, we lose a major stress reliever that we tend to underestimate. With regards to heart rate, small situations can make our heart rate increase. And this is particularly so if we're dehydrated, or sleep deprived. Let's say you have a deadline at work and you're really stressed out trying to meet that deadline. Your heart rate will generally rise. Now let's add trauma to that deadline at work. So you're experiencing trauma in your home life and you're coming to work trying to meet these deadlines under extreme stress. Your heart rate and your stress hormones are going to jack up through the roof. Too much of the stress hormone cortisol can make heart and lung conditions worse. 
So these include heart disease, heart rhythm abnormalities, high blood pressure, stroke, and asthma. Along with lung conditions, stress can also cause shortness of breath and rapid breathing. If you have these pre-existing health conditions, then you put yourself at risk for things like a heart attack. And if you don't have any pre-existing health conditions, but your heart rate and your cortisol levels are increased, then you're going to risk weight gain, metabolic changes, um, increased risk for cardiovascular disease, your workouts are going to suffer, you might feel lightheaded, and you might feel lethargic. None of this is good. There's other health symptoms that pop up as well with our skin and our hair. If we're not drinking enough water, if we're not sleeping enough, our skin is going to suffer. Now, oftentimes with trauma, what we'll see is that hunger cues and thirst mechanisms get muddled. And so a lot of people report not really paying attention to being thirsty because they just don't feel thirsty. A lot of people mention skipping meals because the stress has caused them to have a lack of appetite. And all these things can lead to dehydration and malnutrition. Have you ever had a stomach ache from being so stressed out? We're gonna go into gut health now, and, and this is related to our nutrition, but it also is related to stress. The correlation is real because stress shows up in the digestive system. It can show up as pain, gas, diarrhea, constipation, and can even get more complex in conditions such as IBS or GERD. When stressed out, you might have a tendency to either eat more or less, and these lead to unhealthy food relationships. We see a lot of people who indicate that they may participate in binge eating behavior or food restriction in an attempt to cope with the sensations of stress that they're feeling. You need a strong immune system to fight disease, but stress weakens your body's systems and your body's defenses. It makes you more likely to catch colds or the flu. The pandemic in and of itself is enough to cause stress. Now we don't need any more stress that might make us more susceptible to coming down with illness. Stress can also bring on symptoms of depression and reduce enthusiasm for activities that we enjoy. We might stop exercising. We might stop caring about the food that we put in our body. We might actually stop to enjoy healthy things that make us feel connected with our community. It might impair our relationships. It might hurt our sex drive. When we're stressed, it only makes symptoms stronger and it wrecks our entire body. All of our clients who are just starting out participate in a simple health and fitness inventory. Now this inventory is going to survey them on questions regarding all elements of health. We'll see things related to mindset, anxiety, depression, nervous system, nutrition, fitness, diet, body image. All of these questions result in a score, the Empowered RX inventory score. And this score is basically a quantifiable way for us to measure the amount of stress that somebody is putting their body through. We have a bottoms up approach. A therapist might diagnose you and give you strategies on how to work through conditions. We don't do that, we're not therapists. But what we do is we evaluate all the symptoms that are showing up in your health and in your fitness and we help you to find ways to create habit change. So if you take this assessment and the three struggle points that pop up are areas of exercise, fitness, and body image, then that's where we'll put our focus. Every three months, we retest the score with the hopes that we start to see a downward trend. 
Now I just have to share this because it's one of my absolute bright spots for the entire week. I had a lovely client of mine retake the Empowered RX inventory yesterday. When she started, she had a score in the mid 100s. Yesterday, only three months later, her score was a 47. This quantifiable assessment allows us to see how far we've come. And it allows us to make sure that our mentors are prescribing the right steps and the right habit changes for our clients so that basically your journey is fail-proof. Now we recommend adjunct services along the way such as therapy or talking to your doctor because we can't help you with things like that. But what we can do is we can help you establish these healthy routines that give your life structure, mitigate stress, and help you to reclaim your power and step into your strength. And this is how we build resiliency. So if you're struggling or you could relate to some of the symptoms that we talked about in today's episode, please reach out. We have a free Facebook community to get you started. And we have daily prompts, conversations, and the community sort is unreal. You can find us on Facebook at EmpoweredRx Community, or you can find us on Instagram at EmpoweredRx. If you're looking to talk to a mentor or possibly get started on your journey to healing and are ready to reclaim your strength, then reach out to us. You can reach out to a mentor at Leah, L-E-A-H, at EmpoweredRx.org. You can also find us on our website at www.EmpoweredRx.org. Guys, have an amazing weekend and remember to rest. Rest and recovery is going to help mitigate that stress that we talked about today. And it's going to help you start next week with a positive outlook. All right, guys, enjoy your weekend and happy Friday. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any comments or ideas or are inspired or have been touched in any way by the information you heard in today's episode, please reach out and let us know. We love hearing your experiences and your stories. If you're seeking help or just for more information about our programs, you can find us on Instagram at EmpoweredRx or you can find our website at www.EmpoweredRx.org. Feel free to reach out to me personally anytime at Leah, L-E-A-H, at EmpoweredRx.org. We look forward to convening with you next time. Have a great day.